You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Let me tell you about Dodge. Join the brotherhood of muscle at the Dodge Summer Clearance event. Get behind the wheel of a Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger and show the summer what you're made of. Hurry in today to the Dodge Summer Clearance event and get a great deal on the hottest rides of the summer. Hey guys, welcome to Castrol CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. And let me tell you, JB Weld is a new proud sponsor of the CarCast show. This epoxy adhesive brand is used by both pros and experienced DIYers. They've been trusting it for 50 years. It can be found at retailers everywhere, including AutoZone, Walmart, and Amazon. All right, listen up. So Goldberg is on his way to the Goodwood Festival of Speed. He's getting out there a little bit early. I spoke to him over the weekend. He was kind of giving me the lowdown on the Travis Pastrana Evil Live event. Um, but since he's traveling, I reached out to my buddy Tyson Sullivan to come in and chat with me about it. How are you, Tyson? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Oh, man. I don't know if you uh, got a glimpse of Evil Live. I did. Travis Pastrana. I did. Uh, I, uh, what'd you think? Um, like, overall, what'd you think? Overall, I'd say it was way too long. <laughs> uh, I thought it was crazy impressive. Travis yeah. Pastrana's a badass. Um, but I don't need three hours for that devoted out of my life. Yeah, you know? it was I, a big deal. It was a big deal. Um, Red Bull, huge sponsor. Uh, I felt like I saw a ton of Red Bull ads throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was good. I, 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 I kind of fast-forwarded. I recorded it and then fast-forwarded through the first two jumps. Because, I mean, look, all we yeah. want to see is you know the, the, the You want to see the jumps. Jump. I want to see the fountain I, I want to see the jumps, and I want to see all the specs on the bike. Like I want I want Roland Sands, his buddy that built the bike and with Indian, and I wanted to see the bike because the debate was always going to be, uh, is he on a heavy bike? Is yeah. he on an old school bike? And I, I get it; it's never going to be complete apples to apples. But how can Travis Pastrana do something like this and and feel like it's an evil can evil thing? So he didn't do it on one of his his uh, Supercross bikes or one of his Nitro Circus bikes with twelve inches to travel. Whatever yeah. those bikes are, 200, 210 pounds he went out there with this it's an indian but super modified by roland sands and uh it's about 340 pounds which is interesting because when you look at the detail shots it's a carbon fiber gas tank and stuff so it's 340 pounds exactly where they want 340 pounds to be right sure and uh so i saw that um i'll tell you the thing that was most impressive to me that whenever i was like oh okay this guy's He's much more of a man than I am. Whenever he, after the jump, they were like, what were you saying before, you know, the third jump there? He was talking to his crew guy and you could tell there was something going on. And then he all of a sudden gives him that awesome sign where it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And uh, afterwards he goes, you know, we were saying it was three, I think 350 degrees is what, once it got to there, we were going to cut it off and have to change the bike or whatever. And he goes, I looked down and it's 350 degrees. And he's like, we're going, we've done it, we're going. And at that point I knew, because for me, I'd be like, oh, that's a good excuse to not have to do this. I'd be, I'm good. It hit 350. But him, no, he doubled down and went for it. He just went for it. Because those were water-cooled engines, that little radiator in front. And uh, the guy came over with... um, with his little leaf blower, mm-hmm. which, uh, by the way, kudos, he had the electric leaf blower. Hey. blower. Why can't everybody have the electric leaf blower? <laughs> and he was, everybody was blowing air under that little radiator, and he's just like, let's keep this thing cool. Uh, it's, what was interesting to me is, is they had three bikes. Okay, so when I th- 
saw this, I was like, I get it. The bike is specced out. It's four inches of travel, whatever. But I was thinking three bikes, three different gearing options, hmm. three different shock valving uh, for the three jumps. That's not the case. They had backup bikes in case he laid them down each time or, or it was overheating or whatever. He did all three jumps on one bike. Oh. And then when he rode from the parking lot with the two jumps to uh, to Caesar's Palace, and which was a, one of the... One of the best scenes was him just driving down the strip, doing wheelies and high fiver tens of thousands of people. It's got to be the greatest feeling in the world. Have we all not dreamed of that? And, and he's got a police escort, and he's doing uh, wheelies and endos and, and all this stuff on it. And he's doing like little burnouts and so high-fiving good. people running out, taking selfies with them yep. for miles, it seemed like. So you had a great time doing that. That was all on the same bike. And at one point, the commentators were like, Corey Hart, I think. He was like, uh, he might want to switch tires because he's doing a lot of burnouts there at that point. Uh, we saw uh, we saw a bunch of our uh, uh, our buddies out there, um, different commentators and stuff on the show. Goldberg went out there and, and they invited him as well. So he that was done live. He flew out there. He met up in, in Vegas and they said they kind of just threw it at him. They're like, "You're going to come in. You're going to just be one of the guest commentators and offer some opinions." Cool. He's like, "I'm down. Let's do it." And as soon as they were done, he's like, "I'm turning around. I'm flying to Goodwood." <laughs> uh, so we chatted a little bit about what was going on. Um, I thought it was a good event. And although the bikes aren't exactly the same, I thought doing an American bike, paying homage to what he, what Evil was doing was great. Now, there's been a lot of talk I saw on social media saying it's not the same and uh, there's never the true evil and blah, blah, blah. Here's the deal. Okay, I agree. It's not meant to be that. But if you look at it this way, we like Travis Pastrana, nice guy. Puts his, puts his body on the line for all of these things. Very entertaining. He didn't do this as a Travis Pastrana thing. The whole thing was Evil Live. That guy, his whole thing was, I'm paying homage to Evil Knievel. Mm-hmm. I'm paying homage to the king, to the guy who laid the groundwork for all of this. This isn't really a Travis Pastrana event. This is a throwback to Evil event. Sure. There's more clips and stuff. And people were saying, yeah, but, you know, like, Evil was better because he can do it while smoking and drinking. And, and I was like, okay, but in the world of Evil Knievel... His family, his estate, his legacy, what did this just do to reboot some of that? Completely. And, and I think, you're, look, you're always – in history, when people start to do new things and they start to change things, you're constantly going to get compared to the past, right? And I think for this generation and moving forward, Travis Pastrana is that evil evil. Right, so he just embodies everything from that, and is passing that along to the next generation. Somebody watching that will will do a tribute to Travis Pastrana in a few years and be like, "Well, it wasn't the same as what Pastrana did," and it shouldn't be. It you shouldn't know? be. It, it, it's, right? it's, it's, but but Travis Pastrana said, "I don't want this young generation to forget about mm. Evil Knievel." As as everybody's getting older from back in the day of when when Evil was doing something. When I was a kid, Evil was jumping. Yeah, you know, Adam Carolla is a big fan. He's got the giant Evil Knievel poster out here that was on the set of the Man Show. That's why it's here that John oh, cool. poster was a man show poster and we got evil toys and stuff it's like the generation is starting for to forget yeah right and pastrana's going let's not forget yeah. this guy was a badass totally you know he was nuts he was and, the first dude to but, do but not only but he created the genre he's just like i'm gonna start jumping shit see what happens <laughs> like his first jump was like over two tigers in a box of snakes i'm like what What's what for <laughs> like are the snakes gonna fly out of the box and, and, and like if, if he crashes and falls into there they're gonna eat him like it was it was such like a vegas idea but it was done in like i don't know like a Barstool fucking yeah. parking lot somewhere. Uh, outside of Pacoima. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wherever it was. But 
Um, so in that respect of Travis going, hey, I'm going to do some cool stuff and uh, hopefully everybody enjoys it. But also don't forget about Evil Knievel. Yeah. And this is a big don't forget about Evil Knievel. Mm. And, uh, and for that reason, I liked it. I liked the idea of what he was doing. I did too. I, I, I thought they did a great job of exactly what you just kind of touched on. Harkening back and being like, hey, this, this is where all this stuff kind of started yeah. from. All the X games that you see, all the front flips, back, all this insane stuff. It started here. Yeah. And it was really cool to see the guy that was the best and invented all these things that kids look at today say, no, no, no. I, I, I like that you appreciate what I do, but but I got it from this guy. Yeah, you know, I, it started here. Now, the real meat and potatoes of this whole thing is is that this launches history's Car Week, and they're rebroadcasting Cars That Made America, and that's the show that I'm in. Hey yo, <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> Apparently, they they've been launching with never before scenes from last year, and there's a little bit more of me in it. Ooh. So I didn't watch it, I didn't see it. And you take your shirt off in that one, right? Yeah. Okay. I do. Cool. Nice. Um, I I talk about hot rods. My brother calls and he goes, "Oh yeah, I saw you on TV and you were talking about hot rods." I was like. Oh, did I say that the flathead is a shitty engine? <laughs> and he's like, no. I was like, oh, that's because when I recorded it, and they go, tell me about the, the Ford flathead. I was like, that engine sucks. And they go, cut. They're like, we're kind of going for more of a more positive thing with this, with this documentary. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I got you. I was like, Ford flathead. I was like, set the groundwork for a hot rodding engine. Love that thing. Love that thing. <laughs> Just good spin. Yeah. Just putting spin on it. <laughs> but that engine sucks. You could build that engine up and do everything you want to it and put a fucking supercharger on it and on its best day it's barely, barely 300 horsepower. Like, I get what it did for the genre. It was, you know, but uh, yeah. uh, it is not the Evil Knievel of engines because Evil Knievel was the best and he was a badass. He was. And he was groundbreaking. True. Flathead's not the best. No. No. <laughs> So, so that's what's going on on uh, on uh, on Carwick. You're right. The show was a little long. It was it was a little long, but I I and like what they're what history is doing with the Car Week. It, 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 like you said, you know, you got Discovery with their Shark Week. You know, history with now a Car Week, and I think there's, I, I think it's an un, I mean, as we all know, it's an unexplored genre. But there's so much you know that they can really encapsulate. In that it's cool. To their see. Uh, their content looks good. Um, that uh, Cars That Made America program they did. The first one they did was that Harley Davidson story, and it was a, it was a it was a miniseries, a film, you know, mm-hmm. basically, and it was a reenactment. That was cool. So the next year they did that Cars That Made America, but what they did was they did a reenactment movie as well. But in between the commercials, the bumpers. They did interviews, documentary style, and that's how I ended up being mm-hmm. in it. And Mario Andretti and Bo Bachman from Galpin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. and and, and guys like that. So th- they kind of on the bumpers are like, "This is a great piece of the story," blah blah blah, and, and mm-hmm. hot rod engines and 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 whatever. And then they cut to back to the reenactment. And movie, I think it's such a. I thought it was a good idea. It's a great way to tell that story because you get the best of both worlds. I, I yeah. got to catch a little bit of it when they were talking about like, was it Edsel Ford and who's the other guy that moved over to Chrysler? Whatever, so an old guy that used yeah. to really design cars. Um, but it was cool because they'd cut back to you know actors portrayals, yeah. portrayals of those events, and it was cool to see that. But then it was cool to come out of that and say, okay, this is what happened, but this is how it's affected history since then. And so I thought yeah. they did a really they, great they, job. They, with they it. told the Lee Iacocca story and Ford and, and Delorean, Delorean, John Delorean, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but real quick, speaking of acting. That's what you do. <laughs> that is what I do. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what I do. Um, 
we're so excited about this, and this is a little premature to say so, but uh, you wrote a movie, you got it going, yep. and you got it funded, and uh, it's going into production soon. It's called Willowbrook. Yep. Um, it's not a car movie, but it's all right, whatever. It's not a car. There will be cars in it. <laughs> it's, um, it's not gone in 59 seconds. No. no. <laughs> oh, I love God. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I, uh, I wrote a film uh, with a partner, Billy Flynn. Um, you know, we got uh, we got tired of... All the roles that we wanted, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal taking them. And, Fucking Bradley uh, Cooper. Bradley <laughs> and, and guys telling us uh, this was going to go to somebody with a little bigger name. And we were like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired of that. So we, we wrote this film and uh, it's really gotten some legs of its own. Um, yeah, so we'll shoot it in upstate New York here in, here in the winter. Uh, really, it's a, kind of a cross between uh, Blue Valentine meets Manchester by the Sea. Uh, dark drama. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been great. And really, really great. Yeah, it's good. I'm just telling you, like in, in this world, you've heard us talk about it a bunch of times on on CarCast I do with Adam Carolla. And Adam's like, it's so tough to get stuff out there, to get it sold. And Adam's like, I'm going to fucking do it on my own. And, and I'm making documentaries. And he made Road Hard. And, and you know, now we've got Uppity, the Willie T. Rib story, and the 24-Hour War. And we're doing the Shelby doc. And... Uh, I think I think you and I have been talking about that stuff for years, yeah. and you're like, you're right, that makes sense. Yeah. But how rare it is for you to write your first movie and sell it and make it? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> no, like I think Stallone wrote 40 movies before he made Rocky. I, like, no lie, he, I think he wrote like 40 movies. Really? He Instagrammed like a year ago. Uh, an old black and white photo, and it was just a pile of scripts, like scattered all over like a living room floor. And he's wow. like, I wrote all of these before Rocky. Oh, he's such a badass. <laughs> right? Such a badass. And that's why he had like three bucks to his name, you know? Yeah. Uh, so you well, guys there, are Well, there is something, something really freeing about just, just uh, nobody's able to tell you no, right? I feel like as an actor, it's con- you're constantly waiting on something or someone to tell you, hey, yeah, yeah you're good, kid. Come on over and, you know, be in our our picture and uh whenever you write it and create it and you you make something from from kind of nothing uh you know you <laughs> they don't get to tell you that anymore because yeah. it's you know it's yours what year does the movie take place in um it's modern time it is um yeah yeah well i'll tell you what you need for your movie you need a dodge do the brotherhood of muscle is looking for new members and the only way to join is to get behind the wheel of dodge's only family of all-wheel drive muscle cars Check out this lineup. They got a Dodge Charger. It's the only muscle car in its class to throw you back in your seat with 300 horsepower and still gets 30 miles per gallon. The Dodge Challenger. Now the rush of opening it up on the highway doesn't have to come at a cost. It's the most affordable V8 in its class. The Dodge Journey. It's the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive vehicle in its class. And, of course, our Dodge Durango. This is the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive availability in its class. These cars are fantastic. The rides of summer are here. So visit your local Dodge dealer and join the Brotherhood of Muscle today. So you guys want to check those out? Just a quick little shout out to Dodge. Yeah. We were, uh, my wife and I went up to San Francisco a couple weeks ago and rented a car when we were there. Uh, I won't say who I rented it with, but uh, <laughs> you'll understand why in a second. But uh, I you know, rented just a normal car. I show up and it was a Do- – what's the four-door? Challenger or Charger? A Charger. Charger. Yeah. Uh, I, I roll up and I see a Charger and I'm like, oh, that's a good looking car. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's probably like the six cylinder though, which yeah. is a great car still. But being a car guy, you always want that American yeah, muscle. Yeah, yeah. And 
So then I walk around the back of it and I see it says SRT on the back. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, this, yeah. I was like, this can't be a rental car. This is weird. So I go in and I'm- It's the manager's car. Hey, what are you doing? Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is the one that, you know, whatever. And so I go go in and I'm trying to sweet talk to the lady at the desk. And I'm, I'm like, oh, hey, I see you guys got it. And she goes, oh, yeah, we got one of those. You know what? Actually, I'm going to do for you. I'm you, you can have that one. So I take it and I pull up. I go to pick up my wife and I'm like, hey, baby, check this out. And she likes cars, but not as much as yeah. you know, we do. And uh, I had f- found out just previously that she had never done a donut in a car before. Oh. And so I took this by myself. We were close to the airport, open roads, nobody around, to, to give her for her first donut. And then Who'd you rent it from? I forgot. Do what? Who'd you rent it from? I oh, forgot. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but so shout out to Dodge. Yeah, um, shout out to appreciate Dodge. That. So you guys did donuts. We did donuts in it. Yeah, up and down uh, like air. I don't even know what street. Some airport road right there. Yeah, Pretty incredible. Exactly street. where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it on a closed course? Yeah, it was on a closed. It's on a closed course. Yeah. Um, I just want to pick apart some of this uh, some of this car news that I've been getting into, uh, which is interesting. We've been talking about. When when Alistair Weaver was in here from Edmonds, we were talking about some of the hot new cars and the 8 Series, I think he and I were sort of debating on. I like the new BMW 8 Series. We saw the car at uh, at the Quail, I think, a year ago. Oh, Chris in person. Was with, yeah, Chris cool. was with us. I don't know if he was remembering. He was drinking and smoking cigars mm. with Sonny. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. Uh, We got Chris had like I don't know whiskey or something. He had whiskey and he had cigars. Whatever it is, I had it. Everything. And and then he was sitting at a table, and I said, "Sonny, come over here." And then Sonny sat down, and I gave Sonny the cigar and the glass of whiskey, just kind of like a like a non pose, just a very nonchalant photo with with him and Chris like toasting each other with whiskeys and cigars took a photo sent it to his mom and I was like and I was like I was like Lynette it's like Sonny and Chris having the best time ever and then she writes back does he have sunscreen on I was like what's with the whiskey and the cigar I mean like what's the deal she's like is he wearing his hat what SPF does he have on <laughs> it's the best photo ever I gotta I love find it. that one uh, okay so we were talking about the 8 series I like what they're doing so the 8 series when it comes here, it's going to only have the one engine. It's going to have the eight-cylinder uh, engine, in it, the Turbo 8. Now, it's debuting with that, but we're probably going to get an M8. Oof. But the 8 that's going to come out is still going to be like 0 to 60 in 3.9 or 3.7. So the M version is going to be insane. Stupid quick. Right? It's going to be stupid quick. Um, but what's just been released is the pricing. Uh, the Coupe which I guess is pretty much the only thing they have right now. It's priced at 112895 That includes a $995 destination fee. Oh, don't forget that. All the cars will come with an automatic transmission, all-wheel drive, four-wheel steering, and M Sport brakes. That's, that's it. Right, that's the base model. So mm-hmm. the base model, they're really trying to go after this flagship large two-door coupe and i have to define that now two-door coupe because we have stupid four-door coupes yeah. like the like the the grand something yeah the six series and uh, i don't get it um uh and then we'll get an m version okay speaking of coupes tell me what you think of this you're a porsche guy you like porsche i now. love porsche yeah 
Like Love you weren't always, but now the last like eighteen I've, I've months, I've seen the light. You've drinking the Kool Aid. I've seen the light, and, <laughs> and uh, uh, I've come around. And now you're 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 a Porsche guy. I am. Your dad's got a sweet ass ride. He's yep. got a Panamera. Yep. Love right? that car. Uh, what has he got? An S, a four S. He's got the executive. I don't, sec, oh, executive and I think the executive S only comes in. Or a, executive. In an S. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right. So he's got a V8, Panamera, it's a, executive. It's check out this color combination, guys. It's chalk. It's that kind of white gray, all blackout trim. Yep. Black wheels. Yep. Red interior. And he waited like 18 months because he wanted the, the Porsche crest in the headrest. Yeah. And that was a special order item. And so then, worth it. Yeah. He's, he's just like, I just, lo- I just love it. I just want that item. That car is gorgeous. That car is gorgeous. I was, uh, I was, I was just out in Phoenix this past weekend and got to drive that car. And it's, I, I, we're living in the future. I've, I mean, it's got like an iPad touch display all the yeah. way through. And, you know, it's massaging me in like 42 different ways. <laughs> and like, you know, but then at the same time, you punch it and, you know, you're Oh, yeah, the thing takes gone. off. The yeah. thing takes off. Beautiful. And the chalk, like you I think chalk. That color is fantastic. Might be my favorite color from Porsche right now. Other, I like the. Uh, I like that it's a throwback color. There's no metallic in it. It's shiny. It's, you know, you'd think something like Porsche, I don't know, 356, some of those colors yeah. from back in the day. I have a question about the 8 Series real quick, not to go yeah. back, but you said automatic. So are they only coming in automatics? Yeah. There's not going to be a manual option, uh, what do you which think is a little this? misleading because are, are you saying, are they saying automatic only, no SMG? Mm-hmm. Like I know they mean no manual. conventional manual yeah. stick. No clutch. Right. But uh, I think they mean... The 8 Series is going to be automatic only, and all the automatics have some sort of paddle, but it's not a true, like, SMG. It's not sure. A, it's not a, but I think the M might have an SMG or something in it. Really? Yeah. Uh, how but do you, it's, not going to have, it's not going to have a conventional stick. How do you feel about that? Because I have, I have opinions on that. Yeah. I'm wondering how you feel on that. Okay, so if I was buying a Porsche, I'd want a manual transmission. But if I was buying, like, an M... You know, an M8 or something. Yeah. I think I'd be okay with the paddle. Like I, I love the stick. Uh, one of the cars that I thought was kind of cool. I was going to bring up a thing about a Porsche Cayenne. That was what I was leading to. Is the first gen Porsche Cayenne GTS had a manual transmission, and I drove the GTS Ooh. with a manual. And that truck is fun with a manual. I, I, I hesitate to say truck, but um, truckish. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to tell you about some of our great sponsors. Of course, we have Wrangler. Everyone has a favorite pair of jeans that fit perfect and always look great. No one knows this better than Wrangler. Wrangler jeans, they're made for the modern-day adventurers. Whether you ride a bike, a bronc, or a skateboard, these jeans are for you. Classic or modern styles, a range of fits, and a price that works for you, plus vintage re-releases, those I love. You can visit Wrangler.com and check out their great selection of jeans, shirts, pants, and outerwear for men and women. Uh, I wear them. I use them. I wear my uh, my fancy uh, my fancy Wranglers for when I'm going out, and uh, I got my beater ones too when I'm working on the car when it's cold. I wear them all the time. You guys will love them. Wrangler denim made for the modern world. Uh, anyway, so uh, Chris is telling me we got we got a we got a call. We got a caller. Who's on the phone? This is Jeremy Fry. He's been on the show before. Stunt driver. Oh, buddy, oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. 
Yeah. Oh man, we're you're in the studio. Tyson's with me. Tyson Sullivan's with me. Jeremy Fry is our stunt driver friend. We had and, him last. Uh, uh, he was promoting Baby Driver. He that's right. He was a stunt driver on Baby Driver. He's been working on John Wick movies, um, a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, what's going on, buddy? Yes. Well, I, uh, I I'm sitting here listening to my to my my friend, former friend, talking about how he'd be okay not driving a manual transmission, and it's just so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I I was just making a point saying if I was buying a Porsche, I'd want to go manual all the way, but if if a new BMW M8 coupe, full-size coupe, if if the SMG is the only option, then what choice do you have? And it's probably going to be all-wheel drive. I get it. No, I get it. And the nice thing for you about having a, uh, an automatic is you have a free hand to do your makeup while you're driving. <laughs> that's your, why, see, that's why I like Jeremy's car. Uh. That's why we get along, Jeremy. <laughs> where, where are you, man? I am in New York City. What are you doing? New York City. We are working, well, I am working on John Wick 3, the third installment of the series. Wow. Woo. Tell me the entire so. plot line real quick. Go. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just a bullet point. And this will be my last job I ever get to do. <laughs> so let me guess. It's uh, Keanu Reeves dressed in black shooting people in the head. Wait, did, have you read the script? <laughs> what? <laughs> the script is one That's and a half pages long. Uh, what like are you psychic. working on out there? So um, are, are, you, are you driving? Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically I'm driving. Um, Right now, what we're rehearsing, I, I want to be careful what I say or don't say, but right now what we're rehearsing um, and working on are a couple of, uh, a couple of sequences that involve uh, vehicles, and, uh, but there's some vehicles that are involved with this that aren't actually on camera. And yeah, like the so food trucks. Kind of, uh, kind of, yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, that's the place to be. You're Everyone doing catering now. Yeah. That's nice. Not only you driving the <laughs> yeah. taco truck. Well, it's got them. Hey, automatic. times are tough. <laughs> Don't judge. Um, so we're. Um, I'm driving a couple of uh, kind of. Effect, I'll call them effects rigs. They're they're trucks or vehicles that are um, holding or towing things that are involved in the chase. But I'm not actually on camera, and they're having me do it because these vehicles have to be. I don't know why they're calling me to do it, but they have to be uh, driven pretty precisely, you know, pr- um, very exact speeds, very um, very uh, exact acceleration, deceleration, tight quarters. So usually they would have uh, Teamsters or, or uh, other guys drive these things, but these are kind of special circumstances. So for right now, that's, uh, that's what I get to do. And I've got to drive some other vehicles as well. I'm going to do too many details. Some of them have two wheels, so it's, uh, it's kind of fun to spread my wings a little bit and and uh, drive some other ones. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing out here in New York. Cool. And I, well, I think that's things something people that aren't necessarily in the business might not understand about stunt guys is that it's not always just the big stunt that you see them driving. A lot of times, you know, anytime that you you have actors interacting with cars or around cars or you know, really anything where where like Jeremy said, there needs to be some sort of precision. Those are stunt guys. Those are guys that are professionally trained to know. If if it goes perfectly, awesome. But if something goes wrong, they know how to handle the cars and know you know where to put them. That kind of stuff. Would that be right, Jeremy? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of times you're you're paid to um, to do something, but a lot of times you're getting paid to avoid things that could come up. So sometimes you know I'll have days where I come home and I tell my wife, yeah, we we didn't do anything, but. A lot of times that's that's good because you didn't want anything to happen. You're there for the just in case. What happens if this line breaks and this 
car does this or what happens in case, you know, there's any number of situations where a lot of times it's, um, for, it's wise to put in there who are, you know, professionally paid to be heads up. So not that, not that I am the best at that. Sometimes I get distracted by uh, shopping for various your cars and parts. <laughs> 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 yes, touche. But uh, no, it's, uh, we're, we're paid a lot of times. To, um, to not just do the big gags, but to be around and ensure safety. Uh, you're 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 very good double, very talented double, Paul Wakavara. Uh, type. Love He's Paul. a good friend of mine, and so you know a lot of times we we'll work together. And one time, sometimes one of us gets to do the big gag, and someone else is just uh, driving alongside. But it's an important position too. Yeah, like Jeremy said, Paul's my uh, my stunt double on a lot of stuff. Incredible driver. He took me out drifting one yeah. time, which he was like, he called me up. It's like, Yo, Tice, you want to go? Uh, you want to learn how to drift? And I don't know any guy that I would be friends with that would ever say no, <laughs> no to that. To that, yeah. So I said yes. He went out and took me. But he does. He does. Uh, he's been working on Hawaii Five O. He does all, almost. I, I think. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy. But he does most of their car stunts for that show and has for the past few seasons for Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah, Jeremy's a taking a bath for sure. I, for sure, he does a lot of them. He's very, very, very talented in in many different ways, not just behind the wheel. So. Oh yeah. Uh, he's working out there. So uh, yeah, you know when he's not available, I. Uh, I might be, and Jeremy who knows, maybe I make a better double than him. There you so. go. <laughs> You're going to have the double for Tyson as soon as Tyson gets a That's driving right. gig. <laughs> let, exactly. Let, let's not be fooled by why they bring you out there. Somebody's staring at a huge rig with a half a million dollar camera on the top going, should we get Bob the caterer to drive it, or should we get Jeremy the experienced <laughs> yeah. uh, guy? It's like, well, uh, I don't know what Jeremy's worth, but that camera's worth a half a million bucks. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, well, what's, what's, interesting is, what's interesting out here in New York is, um, and this is no judgment, this is not right or wrong, but the unions are very strong out here, and there are a lot of rules about who gets to drive what vehicles. And one of the vehicles I'm driving, if not two of them, uh, the rules uh, seem to indicate that it should be a Teamster, which I'm not. So there's uh, been a lot of discussion, and you know they have to work through that. They have to talk to the union and make sure it works out okay. Um, so I feel like just two people are going to get paid, right? Like somebody who's not doing yeah, anything yeah. is going to get paid, and then you're going to get paid to well, do the work. I, and that's why movies well, are so expensive. For, <laughs> that's why John well, they are expensive for a lot of those reasons. Yeah. Exactly. No, those are that's exactly why a lot of these are. Expensive. I don't know the details on how they work it out. I know that they uh, they have worked it out, which is great. You want everyone to be happy, um, uh, but you also want to be safe. And the reality is, is you know, for. A lot of jobs, it's not most of the jobs, you can have, you know, a team or so and drive. But a lot of times you need someone, you know, who, has, who specializes in something to, uh, to be behind the wheel or doing that uh, or, or doing some kind of a gag. So that's, that's nice that, uh, that I am trusted uh, by some people to, to be in that spot. It pays the bills and, and uh, keeps, keeps the kids happy. Can you tell us anything about the movie or when does it come out? <laughs> Um, I think uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that if you liked uh, the, the other John Wicks, or if you didn't like it, it's uh, it's going to be uh, you will like this one or continue to not like it. But uh, <laughs> most people I've talked to like it, and I I love them. I think they're great. I think there's uh, a lot of a lot of really creative shots. There's a lot of um, solid ideas, and I got to tell you guys, and Keanu Reeves is unbelievable as a person, and. He he work he his work ethic is second to none. He works so hard. Um, I mean, they're they're talking about having to make him take days off so he's not working seven days in a row, do training to do these really physically demanding gags. Wow. So he he works hard. He's so generous. He likes to see people happy. He 
he uses what he's been given to to really uh, touch a lot of people. And I can't say enough good things about him. So it's always a, it's always a good, fun time to work with him. Um, I'm very blessed to know him, and uh, he does he works really hard. So and his you- role seems perfect for him. So it's it's nice to see him back on screen. It's so weird for me. I've never. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, and so as a result, I've only one time, it's very recently, worked on a show that I actually uh, kind of enjoyed and watched, and that was uh, Better Call Saul, so it was really fun to work on that show recently. Nice. So this is the second time I've got to work on a show, well, I guess the third time, but anyway, it's not very often I get to work on a show where I see the characters, like, I know that character, and the first night on set for me... I saw Keanu go and do his stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's John Wick. Right there, that's John Wick. <laughs> that's awesome. You've been working with him for years and years and years. You're like, but that's John Wick. Keanu, where's Keanu? He should see this. Oh, no way, it is Keanu. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Oh, wait, it's, so it's the best. It's super fun. If uh, if you guys are there doing that, does that mean Keanu's not going to make it out to Goodwood this weekend? We're going to miss him out there. Uh, I can't say that. I will tell you that the uh, schedule is always up in the air, and I've heard Keanu's name associated with schedule changes and schedule planning. Um, I don't know, but if I, I haven't seen it for a couple of days, but I, it's the first question I'm going to ask him when I do. So I hope he makes it. We're flying out like Wednesday night. We're going to get there Thursday. Uh, we're filming stuff. Adam and I are filming. Um, I gave you a little insider tip here. We are filming. Ooh. Uh, a bunch of videos for Motor Trend on Demand, and uh, oh, right on! Uh, uh, Nate's already out there, probably causing havoc, <laughs> 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 giving Americans a bad name while he's out there saying, uh, "Get ready!" Uh, so we're going to do that, and, uh, and our social media guys, Vero. There's a social media platform called Vero, so we're we're shooting like five videos for Vero and five videos for Motor Trend on Demand, and I was talking to Adam about sort of our ideas of the things we want to shoot while we're out there. Um, so uh, if you run into Keanu and he's, he's going to go out there with his arch motorcycle guys or whatnot, um, uh, shoot me a text or something. We'd love to, to connect with him. I'm not sure how we connect with him, but maybe you can f- and put in a word or something or get a pass along a number, but we'd love to get him in there as well. And uh, uh, when we went two years ago, he and his partner guard, Hollinger, I believe, um, from Arch Motorcycles, they were up there uh, riding those bikes. And Keanu's a badass, man. Dude. Like you were talking about, like it's one thing on film, but this isn't film. This is him getting all of his leathers and going out there and yep. and uh, and riding the bike up the hill. And uh, uh, we've known him for, for a few years. He did the Toyota Pro Celebrity Race with Adam years ago, and we all got to hang out. We did the practice sessions, and I was there the whole time. And everybody stayed at the hotel, and he's done it a few times. And uh, when Adam and I were uh, were at Goodwood, we were in we're, we're in sort of this, um, you know, like a lounge area, like a lunch area for some of the drivers and, and some of the VIPs and stuff. And uh, Adam and I were sitting there having lunch, and there's 200 people in the room, and Keanu walks in, and he sees us, and he kind of beelines it over to the table, and he's like, hey, guys. And I was like, hey, have a seat. What is, what's going on? He's like... How is the how is the pro celebrity race? I missed it this year. I so want to do it because it was the last one. They did yeah. forty years, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh man, it was so great. You know, it's like, and you know, we did this, we did that, and they they flipped the script. You know, because all the qualifying, they flipped it and then they ran it backwards, mm-hmm. which was kind of a mess because then all the slow people were in the front. Seems and, like an awful idea. Yeah, it just seemed like I, mean, an awful I don't know who came up <laughs> yeah. with that idea, yeah. but that seems like the uh, worst idea. It's the last one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was some carnage and stuff involved, and he was like super into the story, and he was like, I can't believe I missed it and uh uh 
uh, and Adam and I go into like this seven minute story about about how great the event was, and you know, bummed he wasn't there, and uh, and I said, yeah, but we're at Goodwin now. It's like Keanu last week, like not even barely last weekend, you were at Lamar when the Ford GTs ran. How was that? He goes, awesome. <laughs> and, and Adam and I were staring at each other going what do we do what do we say what do we do what do we say <laughs> I was like is there more to that story <laughs> that's great I was like well said sir well said I'll tell you what you can know a dude is a good dude when <laughs> stunt guys say that you're a good dude like yeah. there's plenty of people on set that for political oh, yeah. reasons will say you're a good guy but whenever the stunt guys say you're a good dude you know you're a good dude so you know, what I love about Keanu is that he's he's a good he, he's also like I get it he's a good dude he was super interested in the car stuff he really is and I wanted to talk with him about his motorcycle so we said hey we're going to do a car cast episode, but also we want to film it. Would that be cool? He's like, yeah, yeah. Let me go talk to some of my guys. Give me like 10 minutes. I'll meet you up here. We'll do it. Cool. No questions asked. And as the great Jay Leno says, why does it have to be difficult? Right? So he true. just makes things easy. So true. There's no like people to go through in the whole thing. Hey, Jay, you want to, can you be in our documentary? Yeah, sure. Give me like an hour to finish up lunch and I'll meet you at whatever building B in an hour, like at Monterey. Mm-hmm. And he's in our documentary, right? Yeah. I'm like, great. And he's like, yeah, why does it have to be difficult? <laughs> you know, and Keanu is the same way. Yeah. And we've been quoting that Leno quote for, you know, it's ever since for four years now since we did that documentary. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we Nate sets up a camera and stuff. We're kind of just outside in this area, uh, uh, next to the to the cafeteria over over at Goodwood on the you know at at the Goodwood Castle. And there's, you sure, know, yeah. I love how I love how Matt says at the Goodwood Cafeteria. Whenever I'm picturing, I'm picturing like silver china, you yeah. know, those picnic tables that yeah. are handcrafted. Yeah. Well, back then he was only mm-hmm. Lord March, Charles March. Oh, okay. and now he's Duke of Richmond, and, and sure, and, uh, so he's been promoted. Um, <laughs> So this is great is, is I don't know, uh, Jeremy, if you ever met his business partner, Gard Hollinger, who runs uh, Arch with him. He builds the bikes, but a great, great yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, very quiet guy. You know, it's just he's, he's the quiet guy. So there's four of us kind of standing like next to each other, almost like half circle kind of thing. And it's Adam on one end and then Gard, who's, a, you know, about my height and then me and then Keanu yeah. right and Keanu walks up and all of a sudden he just turns into fucking veteran just mm. professional and he's so good he walks over he looks at Nate he looks at me he looks at Nate he looks at me he goes over to Nate he moves the camera he adjusts the lights and he comes I swear to God and then he comes over and he looks at me and he, he adjusted the camera that everything's going to be waist high this is where you see us he's framed it up waist cool. high yeah. and above right then he looks at me and he sees that I'm like a fucking foot shorter than he is so then he kind of like hikes up his pant legs and spreads his legs about three feet to make himself lower the consummate he goes, so now we're in the same scene <laughs> yeah. together in the same yeah, shot yeah, together yeah. and he's like let's do this and he turns and he holds his hands up and claps and goes go <laughs> and nate shot the whole interview he didn't say a thing like nate didn't say anything and uh uh we were going uh we were going back and forth and i was just i was just getting in i was getting nerdy with the questions you guys machine this and this is bill and he's like yeah i love that and did all the stuff and it was great and we were done he's like good done cut and then he just walked away yeah. he's like all right guys thanks a lot see you later oh, that's <laughs> like, so cool. it couldn't have been any better and he made all of us feel like rock stars in yeah. that moment um and and i can see why you say what you say about him jeremy he's just a rad dude through and through i hope this movie's going to be fantastic you guys are going to have fun uh yeah uh, yeah uh, me too 
I I could tell you he seemed to love Goodwood, so hopefully he's uh, he gets a a weekend off and gets to fly over. You know, look, New York's a lot closer than we are. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, for him to, <laughs> yeah. to to get a little plane over there and uh, and just parachute out above the the Goodwood Castle and just land there and and we'll see him there. So hopefully he can get it done. I could see him. Yeah, doing he that might too. be able to shoot over there. I, I maybe and maybe I get to a tag along. But, I was going to uh, say unlikely, but yeah, just see uh, you can maybe fit on his carry on or something. Yeah, I I hope so. I hope to see you guys out there. But if not, I hope you guys have a blast. Thanks, man. All right, we're going to let you get back to work. What else is? What else are you working on? What's new? Or what's the next thing we're going to see you in? I know this movie's going to be probably next summer, but you're stunned, man. You got to work every day. Well, usually that question. I hate that question because the the (laughs) truth is, you go from job to job, and so people. It's like, what are you doing next? I go. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing next. How about how about what I'm doing now? Yeah, but. Right now, like what have I'm you done that's super, coming out? Right, like what have you well, done that we can see mm, you in, other than Better Call Saul? <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing super significant. Um, then you I've crushed done, it this I've, summer. I've, good I've job. Been, <laughs> well, it was good. It was good. It was good. Here's the other thing too: is you you work on a show and people are like, oh, this is great. When are we going to see it? Uh, yeah, like a year, year and a half. I know, right? Isn't that it, the, that's know, that's such a, a bummer? That's entertainment. Yeah, that's it's such a bummer. It is. It is. Yeah. But but here's what's cool: is I um as soon as I'm off of this, whatever that is. I am going on to drumroll uh, Le Mans Le Mans '66, which is the Ford versus Ferrari 1966. Oh yeah, uh, show awesome. and uh, I could not be more excited. It it I'm it's going to go more or less through the end of the year. You know, I'll be working on and off. There's uh, some breaks in between uh, some of the in the schedule, but for the most part, from now until November, so I'll be working on that. Which wait, this I is the film, right? Really excited. This is yeah. the, the James Mangle film. This is the one with Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. yeah Christian Bale as same. Ken Miles and oh. uh, and Matt Damon as uh, as Carol Shelby. And I talked to one of their like junior producer guys at one point, and um, he said they were still trying to sign De Niro as Enzo Ferrari. Ooh. And, and hold on, I, they're uh, going to need uh, correct me. They're going to need stunt drivers. They're going to need stunt drivers. That's for weird. That movie? I don't know what. Well, listen, here, I, I will tell you that the list. <laughs> I've seen the list of who's coming out there, and the guys who are coming out there are legit guys. I mean, they're going to have several. They're going to have. I don't even know all the guys are going to have. They're going to have a good number of actual racers, but a lot of the 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 guys who are coming out under the stunt with the stunt team um, have very are bona fide, you know, racers. You got Reese Millen. Um, I. Can't tell you for sure if Tanner Faust is out there. I, I saw I saw his name somewhere. I don't know if he's on it or not. Same with Greg Tracy. You know these guys who have yeah. you know the, the pedigree is going to be very deep. I'm going to be at the uh, the shallow end of the pool there for sure. I uh, <laughs> that sounds it sounds fantastic. I hope they have enough budget to shoot Lamar at Lamar. When I talked to their guys months ago, they're like, "Oh, it's going to be great. We're shooting Lamar in Atlanta." I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, if you're going to shoot the Lamar scenes, you need to be at Lamar. So I don't know what's going to happen. They're like, we only have an eighty million dollar budget. I was like, only. I, only? I was like, what is? He's like, we need to be above a hundred to get to Lamar. I was like, I don't know how that works, but I feel like Jeremy will work on budget. <laughs> maybe, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. don't get Tony Kanon and Graham Rahal out there driving for you. Maybe get uh, Tanner Faust and Jeremy Fry. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and and hey, if you guys keep training, maybe uh, maybe we'll bring uh, Tyson and Matt 
the dream team. Nobody, nobody wants me behind the wheel of those cars. That's for sure. <laughs> nobody <Yeah>. wants me. <laughs> well, Jerry's going to be our driving instructor. Um, so after this, you're going to go do that back to back, or we're going to get together and grab some steaks in between. We'll have some time. We'll have some time. I'm, uh, I'll have I'll have breaks. The schedule's not not uh, contiguous, so we'll um, we'll we'll find some time to squeeze in a little uh, little dinner here and there. All right, man. Cool. Sounds good. All right, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Jeremy. Thanks later, a lot. We're going to wrap up here, and uh, I'm going to go ahead. I got one and, quick thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, we were just talking about John Wick, uh, which made me think of. If you love John Wick, I don't know, a buddy of mine, Logan Marshall Green, just had a movie. Because I was thinking about how successful John Wick, you know, kind of created a genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my buddy just had a film come out called Upgrade. Okay, you're going to tell me about it. First, I'm going to tell you about J.B. Weld. We like to do things, and we like to make things here on Cashflow CarCast. That's why we're happy to have a new member of the team, J.B. Weld. I know you know them. J.B. Weld has been around forever. They're America's favorite epoxy for 50 years. If you have a big or small project in your garage, in your home, workshop, craft room, whatever, you need a strong, dependable, and permanent adhesive. Try JB Weld Epoxy. It's super easy to use. You can find it online in in your favorite places like Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, O'Reilly's, Advanced Auto Parts, Walmart, and Amazon. All of the places you hang out. Whether you're a pro or an experienced DIYer, it's made in the USA and it's the best you can use. You can, can you love epoxy? Yes, you can. <laughs> and you know we do over here. We use this stuff all the time. Your projects deserve the best. That's why we use it when we need the best results. JB Weld, world's strongest bond. Boom. All right, tell me about Upgrade. It looks badass. You've seen the trailer? Uh, I, Chris, have you seen the trailer for Upgrade? This movie upgrade? Yeah, I have actually. Okay, yeah, that's a good answer. Got a, got a lot of got a lot of Instagram ads when it was coming. Oh, out. did you? Right, yeah. that's his oh, cool. boy. Oh, so, nice. Logan yeah. Marshall Green, LMG, LMG, and uh, it is th- probably one of the most fun action-packed. If you love John, it's like John Wick times. It's awesome. It's really really cool. You you you'd love it. So so the synopsis is something happened to him and he becomes paralyzed yeah, or something. Yeah, he gets or... his, it, it's like set in the future and uh, at the beginning of it he becomes paralyzed and then he gets put this thing called stem put in him that kind of controls his like body. on his neck and it's kind of yeah, like, like into a, his yeah. neck and spinal cord and then it like can it's like a computer program that kind of controls his body. Can he he, t- he talks to it like Siri though? Exactly, but he's the only one that can hear it and talk to it and uh, so then he gets all these kind of you know super powers more or less yeah, yeah. and like is able to you know this is this is what i love about the scenes and this must be amazing for him to film just on a fun level is uh when he starts fighting he doesn't really know his of his abilities and stem is doing it and controlling him <laughs> yeah. like a puppet so he's just like bitch slapping people yeah. and like ninja fighting them and he's like look at that yeah like and he's, he's, he's like he's, a, he's, he's realizing like a, at the same time you are as the audience member yeah. he's like what am i doing oh my god what okay we're doing uh, this now he, he nails it such a great job great. you guys I just thought i bring that, that up whenever we mentioned john wick um all right so uh you guys follow tyson sullivan he's at tyson sullivan on twitter and instagram you're kind of weak on the Twitter, though. Uh, I'm, I'm very weak on Instagram. If you think I'm weak <laughs> really? on Twitter, you think I'm even weaker on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'll, 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 maybe I'll get, I'll get into it more, and we'll, yeah. we'll start tweeting. Tweet, right. tweet at me there. Find, find him on Twitter and Instagram, Tyson Sullivan. He needs five new followers. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jeremy Fry. He's at J Fry J Fry. Right? I feel like that's kind of a... 
redundant. No, it's kind of a, what am I thinking of? No, it's redundant. Futurama. <laughs> Futurama thing. Oh, Fry? Yeah. Fry? Yeah. Is oh, it? yeah, they, have, they share the same name, I yeah. guess, but... Yeah, J Fry, J Fry. J Fry, J Fry on Instagram. Find him there. He's on the set of John Wick 3. We can't tell you anything about it, but I'm pretty sure we all know what it's about. Hey, Keanu Reeves is in it. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in it. Apparently, Keanu Reeves is in it. That's all you need I, know. I was yeah. going to get into this Porsche thing. We're going to run out of time, but what I was going to say was Porsche is making a Cayenne Coupe in the way BMW is doing it X6. So, Cayenne Coupe. So I saw the pictures. It doesn't look strikingly different to me than like yeah I, because I, they it's still kind of camouflage it's not camouflage but they use black tape where where some of the lines are gotcha so the a pillars and the b pillars well the a pillars the same b pillar and c pillar they use kind of tape to sh- to make it look like a regular cayenne but just the rear hatch is like a little more angled gotcha. and you're like it looks weird but i think once you do like the chrome window trim or you know like a brushed kind of window trim thing, you'll start to realize some of the lines. Um, so what's the true difference between that and a kind of... I don't know. It's just it's less room inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't exactly say. But it's going to, you know, we're going to look at it and go, oh, yeah, I like that better. I don't use the hatch that much. Maybe yeah. i just get that one. Well yeah. That one. yeah, that one looks better. All right, guys, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. And I'm going to tell you, Dodge engines are revving, tires are squealing, and rubber is burning, which means summer is almost here. Well, I guess it is here. The Brotherhood of Muscle waits for no one, and there's no time like the present to flex your muscle on the open road. Hurry into your local Dodge dealership today. Check out these cars. Once again, our Dodge Charger. You can maximize your mileage and power with up to 300 horsepower while still getting 30 miles per gallon. The Dodge Challenger. Take the streets by storm with the most affordable V8 in its class. You, you just did that. Did. You, you literally did that. I but will. you did it in the Charger. Yes. Uh, the four-door, yeah. The Dodge Journey. Maximize your adventures with the most powerful three-row all-wheel drive in its class. I like that the minivans are still badass when it comes to Dodge. They are. Right? Uh, you know what used to happen? I think MPG, Mark Paul Gossler. Really? I think he, he rolled up in a Dodge He's got a lot of kids, with like so the, you got to throw them in yeah, the back. Yeah, all down there. The, uh, the Dodge Durango. This is the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive availabil- availability in its class. There you go. The rides of summer are here, so visit your local Dodge dealer and join the Brotherhood of Muscle today. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, Chris, good job. No, good job hey, to you and Tyson. Hey, Chris, great job. Great job. Oh, great job um, to you guys. Uh, we're going to catch up. Hopefully, we're going to catch up with with uh, Goldberg and uh, maybe Alistair Weaver as well while we're in uh, at Goodwood, and we're going to try to Adam and I are going to try to get a a show while we're uh, on the road out there as well. Uh, tune in this Friday. Adam and I will be in the studio one last time before heading out there, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Rome and Sicily while I'm out there. Oh, because why not? So check us out at carcastshow.com. If you continue to like the show, you like this version of the show, hopefully you do, go on to iTunes, give us a nice little rating, a nice little review, say how much you like it. If you don't like it, you don't have to say anything. It's fine. You know, we're good. Keep your- <laughs> uh, you can follow Goldberg as well at Goldberg and Goldberg Garage on Twitter, and you can follow him at Goldberg95 and Goldberg's, with an S, Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. And uh, guys, thank you so much. And until next time, uh, Keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. 
For more information, visit carcastshow.com. 